that if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? One of the th critical things about the um, Christian of today is building on sand. Hallelujah. Because we do not take our time to go deep. The world has become such that most people are interested in the, um, what do you call it? We are interested in the frills. We are interested in the outwork. Outward. So people are more interested in the wedding day than the marriage itself. You ask people who are getting married, they are more interested in the Saturday than the marriage itself. That is why I stopped doing marriage counseling because you see that the girl is only interested in her day and how it will look like. And the boy is interested in, oh, after that Saturday evening. So the real foundation of the marriage is not very important. In fact, if you don't know in waste, people want to get married time with uh, my counseling, they can easily leave the church because they want you to do the counseling in two days. So if you tell them that, no, this church, we do it in six months, they'll go to the next door and get fast track so they can have their wedding ASAP. Hallelujah. But it is better to remain unmarried than to get married and become divorced in two weeks. And it's better to take your time and build before you go in. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. We're going to read from verse 33 to 39. Then they said to him, John's disciples fast often. Pastor Gloria, can you see I'm reading? Check me out. And say prayers and those of the Pharisees do the same but yours eat and drink and Jesus said you can't make the wedding guests fast while the groom is with them can you but the time will come when the groom will be taken away from them then they will fast in those days and also he also told them a parable that no one tears a patch from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. Otherwise, not only will they tear the new one, but also the piece from the new garment will not match the old garment. Hallelujah. And no one puts a new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise, the new one will burst the skins. It will spill and the skins will be ruined. No one puts new, no one puts new wine into. No new wine is put into. Must. No. No new wine must be poured into new skins, new wine skins. Verse thirty-nine. No, it's the light. It's the light. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants new wine. For they say the old is better. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Hallelujah. Today I want us to talk about the foundation of fasting and prayer. But you see, one of the fundamentals of Christianity is the word and prayer. Hallelujah. 
the word and prayer. So if you are a student of the word, then you'll be, you should also be prayerful. Are you with me? Then those two components gives you a certain depth. But one of the secrets is fasting. Because fasting clears the way. Fasting makes prayer effective. A lot of times we don't spend too many uh, minutes or hours teaching on fasting. Before I teach on prayer, I want to take my time with fasting. Is that okay? We just finished fasting. So, um, it says the Pharisees fast. The disciples of John, they fast, but your disciples don't fast. Why is that? And Jesus said that you can't make the groom, the, the bride fast whilst the groom is here. Are you with me? Because once the groom is around, it's, it's feasting time, not fasting time. So, but when the groom is taken away, then you will have to fast. Hallelujah. Which means that now that the groom, Jesus, is away, we ought to fast. And fasting shouldn't be a very uh, once in a while type of thing. It should become something that is usual, something that is frequent, something that is done. Hallelujah. It should be a lifestyle for all of us that we as living uh, creatures, um, living Christians, must fast so that we can make some things happen. Hallelujah. One day some people came to Jesus with a man who had uh, who was a lunatic child, and they could not um, cure him. And he said to his disciples, why could you not cure the boy? You of little faith. Then he said that, no, but this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Which means that there are some kinds of situations, there are some kinds of demons, there are some kinds of troubles that we deal with that without fasting we can't do it. Am I making sense? So fasting is necessary. What is fasting? Fasting is the absence of what? A lot of people these days have come up with different and various kinds of definition for fasting. But I want you to forget every definition that you have heard so far. People say that if you stay away from social media, you are fasting. Forget about all those things. <laughs> fasting essentially is the absence or abstinence of food for a period of time to humble or discipline the believer. Amen. To discipline the flesh. Not as an end in itself, but it is a sign of repentance or of seeking God. Hallelujah. Fasting is the abstinence of food for a period of time. It's a discipline practiced by believers, not as an end in itself, but a sign of repentance and of seeking God. Should I say it again? Fasting is abstinence of food. You abstain from food. It's a discipline that is practiced by believers, 
not as an end in itself, but a sign of repentance and um, or a time of seeking God. Hallelujah. It's a spiritual way of seeking God's presence. Amen. So, let me give you about five or six things that represent fasting. Fasting is a sign of humility, brokenness, and repentance. Do you know that human beings as we are, we are very proud. Pride is part of us. And pride is a gratification of the flesh. Am I making sense? The most, the most um, expressive part of the flesh is food. Um, let me try and, I don't know how to explain it. But the most, uh, what do you call it? The, the flesh is at its best when there's food involved. When food comes in, all your guards are let down. That is why most, most high-powered negotiations are done around food. If you want to convince a lady to marry you, do it around food. Because once you eat, your guts are down. Uh, <laughs> BK, did I give you a, 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 a key? <laughs> you, you know, food is the, is the gratification of the flesh. So, you see, anybody who cannot abstain from food even more two hours... Three hours. It means that the flesh is in charge. Uh, man is a spirit. He lives in the body and he has a soul. You understand what I'm saying? Man is what? Essentially a spirit. He rents a body as a house and he has a feeling. The f- Feeling, the thinking, the likes, dislikes is housed in the soul. Can I have two people? Just two people so I can explain my point. No, Pastor Sam. Yes. Okay. I think I've got the right people here. Okay, so this is my feeling. She's feminine. Okay, this is the real me. And I rented... A house. Are you with me? So, feeling, tell me that I'm hungry. Hungry. House, pull me quickly to food. Quickly. Are you with me? No, you said you're hungry, so we are going this way. Are are you getting it? Yes. So, feeling, tell me that you want sex. I want sex. Ah, he already wants sex already. (laughs) Feeling, tell me something. Tell me what you... I want to go and fight. <laughs> so you see that the spirit has no input in the thing because 
the flesh influences feeling. Are you with me? The flesh is the enemy of God. The flesh is the enemy of the spirit. The flesh is the one that doesn't like God at all in these three components. And the flesh has a voice. And the flesh does not talk to the spirit whatsoever. But the flesh always talks to the feeling. So you think that all this now is going on. You, you thought that it was the feeling that was actually talking, but it wasn't the feeling. It was the flesh. Are you with me? And what the flesh likes is food, sex, sleep. You know, all those type of things. Fighting. Anything that the flesh wants, the flesh wants it now. Are you with me? And all the flesh has to do is to press the button of the feeling and the feeling will agree. And as soon as the feeling agrees, it means that if the spirit is not strong, it means we are going. So what fasting does is that fasting kills this flesh. Are you with me? the, 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 The voice of the flesh is silenced during fasting. And because this, fa- this flesh is not influencing the feeling any longer, now the spirit can tell the feeling what we must feel. Mm, Are you with me? And you see that because now the, the spirit is now the one influencing and the one in charge, it means we are going to go the way God wants us to go. Even though the flesh is not happy, we are still going. Why? Because it has to tag along. That is why when you are fasting, you feel weak. You feel, you know, like your, your mouth is bitter. You are not happy, but you have to come. You know, you don't feel like praying, but you have to wake up and pray. Why? Because you are not, the flesh is not in charge any longer. It is the spirit that is in charge. Are you with me? That is why fasting is very important. Because fasting kills, kills this guy. That is why Satan will come up with all sorts of things. Why you shouldn't fast? So he says, okay, 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 you know what? Go, but don't go far. Just, 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 okay, let's do Daniel fast. Let's do uh, uh, social media fast. Let's do uh, chocolate fast. Let's do Netflix fast. You know, also, all those fasts, they are not fast because the flesh is still in charge. I don't know whether you're getting what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not a, because it's a compromise. It's just a compromise for the flesh. If you are compromising with the flesh, then the flesh is still in charge. It is the one that is determining what you are doing. Do you understand? But it should never ever be that the flesh is the one that rules. Because when the flesh is ruling, we are going to hell straight. It's automatic. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because the Bible, the spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. So if the flesh is in charge, it means spiritual death and it means wickedness. That is why you'll be in church, but you are full of death and wickedness. Why? Because the flesh is the one who is lauding your, your, this man. Do you understand what I'm saying? But the more we learn to fast, the more we fast, the more we live a fasted life, the stronger we become because now the flesh is not in charge. 
Because the flesh has now been brought under subjection. No Christian can actually be successful in their Christian life if the flesh is not brought down. Are you with me? So fasting is essentially the, the crucifixion of the flesh in order for the spirit to come alive. Have I explained what fasting? Thank you very much. So, it's a sign of humility and brokenness. Joel chapter 2, verse 12 to 17. Yet, even now, it is a declaration of Adonai. Tend to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping, and lamenting. Hallelujah. So what fasting does is that, no, go back to the, the, what fasting does is that it turns your heart. When your your heart, your body is always, it, 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 your heart becomes dull. Where the things of God is concerned. It's a natural thing. Are you with me? Naturally, when you eat, 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 you, be, you put on weight. Naturally. It's a natural thing. Spiritually, when you're eating, 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 your spiritual heart becomes dull. Am I making sense? Do I have to break it down? Okay. When you keep eating, the flesh and the body become strong, 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 strong. And as it's coming stronger, you see, it's not just the weight that is coming. But the more you eat, the more you want to eat. The more you eat, the more you have feelings and appetite for other things. Uh, I'm trying to make it practical for you to understand. Are you thinking? The more you eat, the more you want to. Have you not realized that as you eat and eat, then you feel like doing things. You feel like different things. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Different things come. You know, that is why somebody will take you out, you feel like eating. As soon as you finish eating, you feel like watching a movie. Because it's part, it's, a, it's an add-on to the feeling. Are you with me? Then after you watch the movie, you feel like dancing, you feel like going to the club. Are you with me? Then after you've, you've eaten, you've drunk, you've danced, you feel like having sex. Are you with me? Because the, the flesh is insatiable. The flesh does not get satisfied with anything. The flesh wants more and more and more and more and more. That is why the flesh will never get tired of wearing clothes. He wants new clothes and new clothes and new clothes and new clothes and new clothes. Why? Because that's what the flesh is designed to be like. Am I making sense? You will never ever get to a point that the flesh says, oh, now I am beautiful. I am okay. That is why when you are somebody giving to you know, body enhancement, you will never stop. Because the flesh never gets tired of wanting. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, he says that, tend to me. You see, as soon as you silence the voice 
of the flesh, then it's easier to turn to me. It's easier to now hear some things. Have you not realized that the more you eat, the more you talk? When you belly full, you talk by heart. <laughs> when you eat, you don't listen properly. And when you are full, you don't reason properly. That is why business, high business people, when they want to get you to sign a contract, they'll feed you, give you five course meal. Now you see that you'll be talking by heart. Any paper they put in front of you, you will sign. That is why if you are a smart business person and you go for a, a business dinner and things, you don't eat. You eat at home before you come. You don't eat. You eat small because you have to think straight. If you, if you want, you, it's, it's the same as drinking. If you drink, you talk plenty. You don't think. Food is the same. Anything that gratifies the body, it doesn't make you think. You want a man to say, to love you, and you make them, you give them sex. They don't think. In the middle of the sex, anything you want, they will give it to you. Because the, the, it, it shuts the thinking. <laughs> Let's go before I get in trouble. Verse 13. <laughs> Rend your heart and not your garment. Turn to Adonai, your God, for his gracious and compassionate. Hallelujah. Slow to anger, abundant in mercy and relenting about. Give me NL, New Living Translation or NIV. Okay. Where are we? Sorry? Don't tear your clothing in grief, but tear your heart. Okay, we read that 14. 14. Who knows? Perhaps he will give you a reprieve, sending you a blessing instead of a curse. Perhaps you will be able to offer grain and wine to the Lord, your God, as before. Hallelujah. So these guys, God was angry with them. And then he said that, listen, for us to go to God, let us Start by killing the flesh. Are you with me? Bible says that mortify the deeds of the flesh so that the spirit will be enhanced. It's, it's as simple as that. When the flesh dies, the spirit rises. Amen. So humility starts from fasting. Have you not realized that when you fast, you don't talk too much? Because there's no, there's no strength. And when you fast, you start meditation becomes easier. You can think. Hallelujah. See, when you fast, you can't sleep for long. You become light. Do you understand? See, you... I don't know whether you fasted to the point where you 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 see things yeah. and you hear things. 
I, I, I'm going to challenge you to fast for five days, six days without food. See, see for some of you, it's like, hey. Okay, some of us did 21 days without food. And I can guarantee you that we were stronger than those who ate at 6 o'clock. So food is really overrated. Let's go on number two. <laughs> Fasting and prayer tilts your leadership, the leadership of your life, back to the real you. I said the real you is a spirit. Are you with me? It's imbalanced at the minute because the flesh is leading. How can the house lead the person that is the owner of the house? How is it possible that the house you live in is dictating what you do? Who rented the house? You or the house? So the real you is the spirit inside of you. The day the f- this flesh dies, the spirit that doesn't die. The spirit will go away. Hallelujah. So the flesh should not be dictating to your feeling, for your feeling to move your spirit. So fasting has a way of tilting the balance back to the spirit within you, that is the spirit of God inside of you. Hallelujah. The spirit is more closer to God than the feeling or the flesh. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when you get born again, God gives you a new spirit that responds to God. Am I making sense to you? And that spirit has to be fed to grow. And the way to feed that that spirit is the word of God, prayer, and fasting. Are you with me? And that is, those three components are the three things that have been watered down in the modern day church. The modern day church, we've watered down the word, we've watered down prayer, and we've watered down fasting. So like, there are a lot of churches that say, are doing 72 days prayer. But what they, fasting and prayer, what they mean is that they are doing from 9 to 12. That is not fasting. 9 a.m. to 12. That's not fasting. Or some do, we are doing from uh, midnight when you are asleep to, to 12 o'clock, 12 p.m., 12 noon. That's not fasting. Why you got about 8 o'clock? <laughs> oh, you got about 11. And that is not, no, no, no. You see, one of the things that fasting must do is that fasting must mortify the flesh. Mortify. Are you with me? When you say you are doing chocolate fasting, it doesn't really mortify the flesh. Because there are other things that the, the, the flesh will crave in place of chocolate. I'm doing uh, fruits. They do fruits. It's good. But believe you me, the f- number, the volume of food, uh, fruit you consume, you might as well eat. <laughs> I 
Are you with me? So the, the, the essence of fasting is to subdue the flesh, is to humiliate the flesh. Is to, oh, BK, come again. G- give me the, your, your definitions. Get your microphone and give me your de- definition. No, Pastor Gloria, get your, yeah, yeah. I'm going to demonstrate. So this is the flesh, isn't it? Remember, he's the flesh. Okay. So we are looking at the, the fasting definition. Ingl- mortify. Mortify. Mortify the flesh. Okay. So it means to deny the flesh. Okay, so you won't get what you, what you want from me. Mm. <laughs> Go on. Embarrass the flesh. Embarrass the flesh. Knee down. Knee down. Humiliate it. Humiliate the flesh. <laughs> Put it to shame. Put it to shame. Discomfort. Make it uncomfortable. When you fast, you are very uncomfortable. Do you know that? There's some bitter taste that comes into your mouth. Especially day three. And day six. See, your body is... When you are doing a whole day fast, it's around 2 o'clock. And around 8 p.m. It's good. That crush is it. Crushing. Suppress. Suppress the flesh. Whether you want, you know, have you not realized that when you are fasting, you smell some food that you haven't. And then, uh, I mean, Pastor Gloria will send me pictures of some food. That on the normal, we, she doesn't even like those things. But for fasting times, like, it's like the, the flesh wants, then the, the image comes, then it's like, no, this is, after fasting, we are going to eat this food. It's the flesh talking. But I say, whether you want or not, you are, we are subduing you. Until the day allotted for feasting comes, you are not rising. To restrain Restrain the body from eating. Have you not realized that sometimes unconsciously your body goes to the fridge and opens the door? <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> the body goes, there's no your mind. It's just somehow the body just appears there, and then you see that the, the, the fridge. If you don't constrain the body, the body will go and touch some food. Bring under control. Bring under control. That means I keep my knee on the, on the body so that the body can't rise. Hmm. Go on. Punish. <laughs> <clears throat> go on. Discomfort. Discomfort. Horrify. Horrify. <laughs> Horrify the flesh. Subjugate. Subjugate. Abash. See, all these things, they are not laughing matter. Because it is real punishment for the flesh. And the, the funny thing is that you live inside the flesh. So it means it's real punishment for you. You fear each and every one of these because the flesh will make so much noise to your your soul that your soul will not let you have any peace of mind. Have you not realized that when you fast, you have a headache? 
And then when you try to sleep, sometimes sleep doesn't come. Because the stomach is crying. Then you hear, it's all part of the tricks of the soul to tell your spirit man that, hey, 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 what you are doing, we don't like. Because the two of them will gang up and do a luta. <laughs> but you have to teach the flesh that there is somebody else in charge and it's not you. Thank you very much, Biki. That is why I didn't use Pastor Sam. <laughs> so take 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 14 down. You read it at home. Number three. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 to 14. What was the, go back. They, they want to see. 10 to 14. Number three. There are, there are certain things that only fasting and prayer can resolve. This kind does not go except by fasting and prayer. Matthew 17, 14 to 21. There are some kinds of demons that will not leave you until you lead a fasted life. Hallelujah. There are some kinds of demons. There are some kinds of oppression. There are some kinds of even some kinds of diseases, some kinds of, of uh, uh, spirits and demons will not leave you unless you become somebody that is strong in fasting and prayer. Amen. Jesus said, this kind, however, this kind goeth not except by prayer and what? Fasting. So it means there are some kinds. Someone says some kinds. Some kinds that will not leave. Hallelujah. I think it's 20, verse 20 or 21. Look for it for me. This kind does not go except by fasting and by oh, and prayer. Hallelujah. Verse 21. However, this kind does not go except by what? Prayer. If you are stopped by prayer, then we'll be all right. But prayer alone cannot do it except fasting. Are you with me? Because prayer does one thing and fasting does the other. What fasting does is fasting clears the debris. Fasting clears the noise. Fasting clears the way for your petition to go to God. Are you with me? Fasting injects more volume or amplifies your prayer. It's like me talking without the mic. And me talking with the mic. Which one is more powerful? That is what fasting does. So fasting amplifies what you are doing. Hallelujah. Next one. Fasting enables us to break every bondage. And the chains that we have been under. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 6. Is this not to deal and break every yoke? The fast that I have approved. God says, is it not? Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness and to undo heavy burden. To let the oppressed go free. 
and that every yoke be broken. Hallelujah. So, any oppression that you are under. Some, some people have, are left under oppression. You see, they sleep and they have people come and sleep with them. How many know what I'm talking about? Or sometimes you have, uh, like, people come, something, entities come to attack you, come to press, press on you, hold your neck whilst you are asleep. They, some people call it sleep apnea. No, it's not. It's their demons. Or you have nightmares. Every time, headless dwarf is chasing you. You eat too much. Stop eating. <laughs> oh, have you not heard that before? Have you not? Not you, but you know somebody who's had that experience. Cows are chasing you. You ask for you every time. Things are chasing you. Is this not the fast? that I've chosen to lose that bond of wickedness and to undo those burdens and to let any oppression that you're under to release yourself from any oppression. Hallelujah. To break every yoke. See, yokes are broken when you fast. Hallelujah. Because, see, fasting makes you stronger. And when you are stronger, you can break the yoke. If, let's say, I tie your hand with strings that you can break, but you are not strong enough to break them, you'll be under bondage. But as soon as strength comes, you are able to break free. Are you with me? Some of us, we have anemic spirits. Our spirits haven't been fed for a very long time because we are always feeding the flesh. So the spirit is very weak malnourished, anemic. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? So we need to learn how to, and you see, when you are fasting, keep yourself in the place of the presence. Don't be fasting and you are surrounded by TV, noise, uh, you know, me redly music and everything. It doesn't kill the flesh very well. Are you with me? Switch off and switch on. Uh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Switch off what the flesh likes and switch on what the spirit is conducive for the spirit, like worship, music, preaching, prayer, those type of things to feed the spirit man inside of you. I don't know when I'm making sense. All right, next one. Is my time up? Okay, let's do two, three more then. Fasting clears the noise. I've just started, and I read Isaiah 59, the hand of the Lord is not short that he cannot save or is ear heavy that he cannot hear, but your sin has separated you from the Lord so that he will not hear. Isaiah 59, 1. Okay. He put Isaiah 6, 1 for me. Behold, the hand of the Lord is not short that he cannot save, nor is ear heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. 
and your sin have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Hallelujah. But once you start to fast, you take away that heavy ear, you take away all those things so that God can hear you. Because once you start to fast, you kill the flesh. Amen. Am I making sense? So when we fast, we clear the noise for God to hear us. Amen. Next one, quickly, let's finish. You also fast for clarity. It's not only God's ears that hear when you fast, but your ear hears when God speaks. I don't know whether you understood that one. Because prayer is a two-way conversation. We speak to God, and God also speaks back to us. Am I making sense? And when you learn how to fast, you stop your flesh from all the jittery and noise so that your spirit can hear God. Amen. So, if you want to take a very important decision, don't take it on a full stomach. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. You want to take an important decision of your life, don't take it on a full stomach. To choose the wife you will marry, the job you will do, the place you will live, your next important step of your life. Don't take it on a belly full. Are you getting what I'm saying? Jesus wanted to choose 12 disciples. The Bible says he fasted and prayed all night. And in the morning he chose. The disciples, Acts chapter 14, verse 23, they wanted to choose some people to go and do something. So when they, they had appointed elders in the church, they prayed with fasting and commanded them, commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Hallelujah. They, they fasted before they chose and they commended them to God. Hallelujah. Because when you choose on a full stomach, you are clouded. Amen. It's not only drink that intoxicates your mind. Food also intoxicates you. How many know that when you take a decision on a drunken spree, you are likely to get it wrong? Isn't it? Okay. Oh, as for me, I don't, I don't drink, so I cannot relate. But you eat. And when you eat, your, your choices are... <laughs> Hallelujah. So, uh, Acts, uh, Exodus 34, 28 is also another scripture. Let's go to number seven. Exodus, so, is that, so when they had appointed elders in the church. No, no, no. Uh, Exodus, give me the Exodus 28. Yeah, go on. You, you are confusing me, my friend. So, he was, so, so he was there with the, with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate bread nor drank. And he, 
wrote the tablets of the word of commandment, covenant. So Moses was with the Lord. He had to kill any noise so that he would only hear God. Are you with me? And that is how the Ten Commandments were produced. <laughs> so you eat belafu and you say you are hearing from God. What type of God are you hearing from? <laughs> is it the rice and chicken you heard from? <laughs> or God himself? <laughs> the God of Nando's. And, and, and some people also fast over grief when something happens to you. Sometimes, naturally, some people fast. I know some of you, it doesn't occur to you. <laughs> when grief comes, you have to eat. <laughs> but <laughs> fast over grief or brokenness when there is something hard or painful or sorrowful that is too big for you to face or fix alone, a time of fasting. Nehemiah had a problem when he heard that Israel was in deep trouble. He fasted and he prayed. David also did the same. When he came and realized that his wives had been uh, captured and he fasted. So fasting is also another way to when there's grief. Hallelujah. This is the last one. All right, so that's, we'll do seven kinds of, or let me list them, then we'll continue next week. Is that, is that okay? The kinds of prayer, uh, fasting. There are about seven of them. Number one, normal fast. That's abstaining from food. No, no, go back. Abstaining from food, but not from water. That's normal fast for a period of time. So it can be uh, six to six. By now, you should graduate from six to six. graduate from there. Don't stop at six to six. You have to go. Yeah. yeah. Twelve hours is not a day. A day is 24 hours. So if you have fasted for a day, do 24 hours. <laughs> then partial fast. That's limited. Limiting the diet. So maybe like uh, fruits or something. Those are the watered down type of diets. Ch- chocolate fast. I don't, me, I don't particularly believe in. Not that I'm not a chocolate. No, no. Me, I'm extremist. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't believe in this drink but don't get drunk. No, 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 no. If I were to drink, I'll be a drunkard. <laughs> that is me. I'm not, I'm not talking about you, but me. I don't know how to taste. There's a, I'm an extremist when it comes to anything I'm doing. I go to the stream. So if you tell me that drink but no get drunk, it won't work with me. No, no, it won't work with me. Uh, eat but don't eat. Uh, what are you talking about? If you say just do fruits, there are fruit I'll put in front of me. If I'd eat, it would have been better. So it's, it's better I don't touch it at all. That's me. I don't know about you. Number three. Absolute fast. That's avoiding all food, all water for a short period of time. 
We'll talk about I have all the scriptures, but we'll talk about it. What, what did he say? It's a shock. Then supernatural fast where God is involved. God stops all bodily functions. It's where it's like the person is in a trance. Maybe like for three days. It's also part of your Christian journey. It's like the person is lying on the bed for like two days or three days in a trance. Number five, private fast is not church, but you decide that I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast every Wednesday and every Friday or whatever. It's a private one, and you fast for yourself. Not that the church is doing a fast and you do it. Because if all the church only does, most churches do like 21 days or, or 14 days at the beginning of the year, and that's it. Means that you are going to go the whole year. <laughs> By that time, you would have killed the spirit inside of you. <laughs> all right, number six congregational fast. When we all, like in this church, we do commanding your month, which means at the end of each month, we, the last week in each month is fasting and prayer towards the following month, isn't it? So it's a congregational fast. The church is doing it, we all do it. Amen. Number seven, national fast, where the, the nation is called into seeking God in times of crisis. Uh, are you, you see, the men of Nineveh, when um, the prophet went to speak to them, the king ordered for a national fast, that even an animal was, uh, was asked to fast. If you have cows, you don't feed them. Jonah, Jonah, yeah, we are all in it. We are all fasting. The whole nation is fasting. Amen. I wish we would have a, a godly uh, prime minister or president who, I read somewhere that the, the prime minister we have fast 36 hours a, a week. The whole of, from Sunday to Monday, the whole of Monday, he fasts. Uh, it was recent. This is, uh, it was, I read it somewhere. When I read it, I was like, I wish prime Min- uh, all presidents, especially African presidents, will learn this. It will help all of us. Stand to your feet. <laughs>